What's up, y'all? It's B Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Ooh, we sure do have a lot of shit to get into. But let's start off with what I'm sure people are talking about now. The damn NFL playoffs. They were better than I expected. These games were shit. They were damn near classics. And let me look up everything. So bear with me here. Um Ah, okay. So we have the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Tennessee Titans nineteen to sixteen. Now I'm a little bit shocked about this game, like I am the other games, but we'll get into those in a second. Because I'm used to the Bengals choking things away. Hell, I was shocked they even got into the playoffs, let alone win the damn playoff game. So to see them do this, it's like, okay, since they're kind of making some noise. The pro team and the college team, college football team are doing their thing. So I know people down in Cincinnati are very excited about this. And remember, I'm in the Cleveland area. So nobody's really tripping about Cincinnati because it's not the fucking Browns. But that's another story for completely another day. Alright, these but yeah, these divisional games were literally lit as fuck. And we had the 49ers versus the Packers. This is another shocker to me. The 49ers beat the Packers with the go-ahead field goal by coincidentally a former Chicago Bear, Robbie Gold. And they beat them 13 to 10. Now, I have a lot of friends that are 49ers fans and Packer fans. And I'm also friends with Bear fans. And if you know anything about football rivalries, you know that the Bears and Packers have a bitter rivalry since the beginning of fucking time. So people are dogging, and I do mean dogging, the fucking Packers fans. Because Aaron Rodgers got kind of cocky. Talked about how he owns the Bears, this and this and that. But apparently, sir, the playoffs own you guys. Because he has one, like the like the way Aaron Rodgers, like he, like you can't take anything away from him being a great quarterback. One of the best quarterbacks that ever play. Not taking that away from him. But when it comes to actually crunch time, Like, we have to win today. We have to win now. He always seems to come up short. The Packers seem to come up short every single time. So, yeah, that was a shocking game. But the 49ers, they're they're making some damn noise. And I have a lot of friends who are 49ers fans as well. And I'm excited for them as well. So, we'll see how things are going to go in the championship game. In the NFC, champ- in the NFC championship game, because that's going to be pretty damn good. Then, we have the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills back to the 90s. 42-36. to 30- I already knew Kansas City was going to win this game, but... This was pretty damn dramatic. 
because nobody knew if Kansas City was going to pull it off. Nobody knew if the Bills were going to win. But due to history, like, I'm the type of person that goes off of literally history. And somebody trusted the Buffalo Bills is like somebody who is a Cowboys fan. And they relived the glory years of the 90s and when they were actually winning. But the big ass difference between the Bills and the Cowboys, the Cowboys actually have championships to back up. The Buffalo Bills have four Super Bowl four Super Bowl appearances, and they didn't win any of them. So yeah. Kansas City definitely did their thing. Patrick Mahomes, he shined, got a go-ahead touchdown at the end of the game. And they will be going to the AFC Championship game. So, hmm. sorry, it's been a long night. But, and the final game, the Los Angeles Rams versus the damn Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a.k.a. the damn Brady Bunch. This was like something out of the fucking Super Bowl. Literally, the Rams got a big lead on the Tampa Bay. And they were fucking literally like choking them out the entire damn game. But in typical Brady fashion, he leads them back to he leads them back into the game to where they could possibly win it. And of course, people were always making comparisons. Saying, oh shit, the Rams are gonna be like that Atlanta Falcons who blew a lead. Excuse me. However, the result was a was a little bit different because the Rams actually won this game, thirty to twenty seven. And I'm fucking glad about this because this is a team that I see going to the Super Bowl, the the Los Angeles Rams, and playing against the almighty Tom Brady, and knowing he isn't going to the Super Bowl is also a very good thing. It's a very good thing because we all know that the witchcraft is always at an all-time high when Tom Brady is in any type of Super Bowl. So, this year's Super Bowl is going to be pretty damn enjoyable. Because there's not going to be no Tom Brady, none of his ignorant, loyal stands. So, yes, I'm proud of the LA Rams. I'm proud of my Odell Beckham. Like, people... They have a lot of shit to say about Odell when he's on an underachieving team or when he's losing. Odell has been focused this year. Since he finally got the fuck out of here, also known as Cleveland, Odell was going to be a part of a contender whether it killed him or not. So, yes, I'm proud of my Odell. I'm proud of the Rams. I'm proud of their defense, offense. Like, this is what they should have been doing in the first damn place. So, wait, wait, wait. Let's see. The AFC champ. Wait, AFC. The championship game. That's going to be next week on the 30th. We got the 49ers versus the Rams. And we got the Bengals versus the Chiefs. Whew. Yeah, I have to watch both of these games because these are going to be some... Like, if these games here... What we see yesterday, it's going to be some fucking classic shit. 
Like, some games are instant, instant classics, others aren't. But yes, all four of these games were the shit. And everybody brought it. Brought it. But, as much time as I spent on the NFL, we gotta go to the association. And I absolutely have to talk about this. Because I was due to do a show about this, but I'm like, I wanted things to kind of play out a little bit longer before I did it. But the Bulls played the Milwaukee Bucks. And Alex Caruso ends up breaking his wrist due to a hard contact foul by, of all damn people, a known-as dirty player Grayson Allen. Now, there's no secret that Grayson Allen is a bastard. We know that Grayson Allen will do a dirty play. He'll trip somebody, push somebody, and then act like it was completely unintentional. But the funny thing is the Bucks are kind of taking this, what's the word? They're defending him because he's on the team. So that means you're the quote-unquote defending champions, but you defend a, a guy like this who clearly had intent when he swiped him twice. During the play, so, and they're blocking Bulls pages, their Twitter pages, like, it's fucked up, because Caruso is out for six to eight weeks with a wrist injury, the same wrist injury that Patrick Williams has, mind you, and I'm just waiting for the Bucks to play the Bulls again, because Grayson Allen, if anybody knows anything about Chicago, they know, we know that Chicago don't fucking play. So, I want to see if Grayson Allen is actually going to play this game in the United Center. Because he is going to get his world rocked by the entire state of Illinois. If he decides to even play. (sighs) Excuse me. But yeah, this shit is absolutely insane. Like, to know that fucking Grayson Allen made it to the NBA... And is still doing the same bullshit that got him in trouble in school. I can't wait. I cannot fucking wait for him to try the right player. I don't know who that player is going to be yet. But he's going to try the right motherfucker. And he will be knocked the fuck out. And they won't be wrong. It's like you did this shit with clear intent. You have a reputation of being a dirty player already. So when somebody finally cleans your damn clock, don't be mad. Because you had this coming for way too fucking long. So, oh, and he was suspended. It, news broke yesterday that Bruce Allen was suspended a game for the flagrant two. Uh, and I think a Bucks player said it was a basketball play. And Will Purdue said... That was a like that was a basketball play when I played in the nineties. The game has changed. You can't really foul nobody the way that you used to, like, which is very true because the nineties were very physical, and they pussified the game now to where a regular basketball play in the nineties is a complete flagrant two, and you'll get ejected from the game now. But Grayson Allen, count your days. 
because we aren't going to play that shit, especially not as a damn, quote-unquote, not as a Bulls fan. We know you got a reputation for being a dirty-ass player, so I pray that somebody knocks you the fuck out. And that's the God-honest truth. Whew. 12 minutes, okay. And of course, I gotta cover the fucking Lakers. They, as usual, are on another on another losing streak, which isn't sh- whatsoever. They won against the Orlando Magic. Whoopty fucking do. Which the Bulls also lost away for another day. They won against the Magic. Then, in typical Lakers form, they lose to the Miami Heat, one hundred seven to one thirteen. Ugh. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the stats. Okay, here we go. We have the greatest human on earth with 33 points, 11 rebounds, blah, 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 whatever. Avery Bradley, 15 points. Oh my God, Russell Westbrook actually had 24 points. That's shocking. Melo had 11 points, blah, blah, blah. But still, none of that was absolutely enough to overcome the Miami Heat. And of course, people are going to talk about, I have been talking about how Russell Westbrook can't shoot. What kills me about this is, Russell Westbrook was literally doing the same shit before. He did the shit in Washington. And he didn't make any excuses. Saying, this is on me, I took fucking shots. Okay, I respect the fact that you are completely honest about it. But the thing that gets me is, y'all were y'all wasn't shocked when he was doing the same shit in Washington. But since he's on the Lakers, it's a bigger deal. It's a bigger fucking deal than it ever fucking was. And the attitude that he has now, saying I can like I can turn the ball over fifteen more times, I'm still gonna do this and that. With that fucking attitude, you're never gonna win a, win a damn ring. And that's the truth. Especially with the way you are non-shooting. Hell, I can score more points than fucking Russell Westbrook on a damn court. And I can guarantee you, my free throw, free throw, my field goal percentage wouldn't be nowhere near what it is, what his is. But honestly, I don't give a fuck. Because All-Star break is coming up soon. And coincidentally, the play... Playoffs. The All Star Game is gonna be back in damn Cleveland. Am I gonna go? I don't fucking know. Because I don't know too many humans that'll actually take me there. I don't know if I'm gonna have the money to go, but we'll see what happens. I may go to the sports bar and watch it, or I might stay home and watch it. We'll see what happens there. But I don't expect mountains to move for the Lakers. After the offseason or before the or before the fucking trade deadline. Because I know this team much better than fucking most do. And the anniversary of Kobe's 81 point game. That just passed. Also, the anniversary of the Lakers losing by 49 points. That just passed up. And that was also on Kobe's anniversary. So if I could embrace the Kobe. Aspects of the Lakers, I could damn sure talk about the sucky aspects. And what kills me, what absolutely kills me is, people want to try that self-righteous bullshit with me. 
saying, I should be grateful, I should be thankful for him. Apparently nobody's seen see my post when I said nobody, no Lahim fan has room to tell me shit when they never respected the Lakers before. No, they still don't have room to tell me shit. And where was all this shit? With fucking Robert Scar, Swaggy Penis, Steve Blake were on the team, Jody Meeks, Jordan Hill. Did I have to like them because they were on the Lakers? Should I have been grateful for them? Just like I gotta be grateful for Lahim? Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face and suck it and swallow it whole. Because, listen, I've been here my entire fucking life like I have been with the Bulls. I know the history from front to back and back again. So anybody that tells me I need to be grateful and this and that, while knowing they can't say shit to me, literally, stay over there, don't say shit to me about shit. Worry about what little teens that you got, and I'm going to keep doing what Be Dangerous does. And on that note, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. But I had to do this show for you guys, because I knew it was a lot of shit to cover and get over. But I thank you guys so much for your constant support over and over again. My loyal listeners, I love you guys very much. And you guys have a good day.